people of the good day the Lord's blessed us with opportunity come back to his house tonight <clears throat> man it's been a blessing the meeting has to us I'm thankful of the singing and all that's been done appreciate the preaching tonight that <clears throat> Brother Oakley's done and uh, <clears throat> I might say tonight before that I get started uh, I appreciate him. He's been a long friend of mine. Uh, I would consider him my best friend. Apart from my wife and the Lord tonight, he has <clears throat> he's a true friend tonight. And uh, I pre- his preaching, uh, as much as I've heard, I've heard him preach more than anybody, but his preaching tonight helps me as much as anybody. And... Uh, <clears throat> As long as I've known him, I've watched him uh, grow in wisdom and learn, and and uh, we all should do that. Uh, we all, you know, we all grow in sanctification, and and uh, he knows more uh, uh, than he did, and he's grown. But uh, from I've known him for over twenty years, and as long as I've known him, he's always meant to help. Uh, he, he always aims to help in his preaching. I've never. There's never been a time that I that I that I feel like that I've ever seen him preach to preach again. When he goes somewhere, he aims to help, and that's not just in his preaching, but that's his life. Uh, if somebody has a need, uh, he's always the first one there to try to help. And even if it's somebody that don't like him or might be an enemy, he intends to help, and and he's got a sincere. And genuine motive, and I praise God for that, and I appreciate Him for it. Jeremiah chapter 29 tonight, if you have your Bibles and you will. Jeremiah chapter 29, I I, I ask you to pray for us tonight. We're going to read out of the book of Psalms as well. But in Jeremiah chapter 29, we want to read... Maybe a couple of verses. <clears throat> Beginning with verse 12, it says, Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek, <clears throat> and ye shall seek me, and find me, when ye shall search for me, with all of your heart. In Psalms chapter 27 and verse 8 says, When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. And tonight we, <clears throat> we got up... Uh, Early this morning, about when the right after the sun broke and before the family got up, and you know, I, I, I appreciate uh, all that you all have done for us while we've been down here. Appreciate the fellowship, getting to know you, and uh, it truly has been a blessing to us. And uh, the little place that you put us up to stay at, it's a it's a cozy little place, and uh, <clears throat> when. There's mountains all the way around us. I would I would consider it a mountain. I don't know 
But to me, it's a mountain all the way around us. Not much of it, it's just all the way around. It's beautiful to me to look up and, and see the scenery around us. But the first day that we pulled in and I saw it, something inside of me said, I wonder what's at the top up there. I don't know what it is, but there's just something inside of me just wondering. I wonder what's up there. And ever since I've been there, I've had the inkling to just go up there and find out. And I got up early this morning, and family wasn't awake yet, and I just went out walking, walked up the road, and I just kept going. And I wanted to know what was up there. And I work every day, but I've not had exercise like that in a long time, but I went to the top of it just to see. And, you know, I, Lord, give me some thoughts on the way back down. And, uh, you know, our nation, there was, there's, I, you know, my wife, she told me that she had no desire to do that. And there wasn't nothing in her that made her want to do that. But we're here today in this nation because there's, there was men who had, there was something in them that had a pioneer spirit to want to see. They wanted to see, and so they, they settled in this land. And there was something in them that made them, when they got to a mountaintop, they, when they saw, there was something in them that made them say, I wonder what's on the top of the next mountain. And they were willing to go through that valley and climb that next mountain just to see. And it was that spirit about them is the reason why that we're here today and we're settled in this nation and we have... The homesteads and we have what we have is because there was a time when, when, when men risked their lives to, uh, uh, to, to try to find something better. And you know we've come to a time that seemed like that we've lost that spirit. One man, one guy said one time, he said, if there was a man-eating lion got loose in America, he said he'd starve to death. He'd have trouble finding something to eat because of the lack of men today. And you know there there was there was there's there's always been something in men that make them wanna wanna seek and 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 fight for uh, their family and seek to do better for their family and want to go farther. There's something in them. But we have today, you know, uh, you can you can look it up on the internet today and find out all the information. That you want about it. And people will do that and they can, they can search, uh, you know, they can search about Mount Everest and they can tell you how high it is and all the facts about Mount Everest. And because they can tell you all about it, they think they know all there is about Mount Everest. But you don't know Mount Everest till you've been on it. it, it it's one thing to know about it, it's another thing to experience it. I'm afraid tonight that we live in a time where people feel like they know a lot about God, uh, uh, but they don't know God. And there's there's a difference tonight. And uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, what I experienced this morning, it was I've not had exercise like that in a long time. It was tiresome to me, but I, it was worth it to me. I, I come, I come down. And, uh, and God began to speak to my heart about things and I might not be able to bring it out tonight in any kind of a way whatsoever that will help you. But I'll tell you it helped me. Yeah. And uh, you know, th- there's, tonight there's nothing like 
getting alone with God and getting to know Him. And, uh, and so tonight, that's what's on my heart. I, I thought about, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, there's, there's so much about God and so many, uh, uh, people feel like they know God. We live in a time where that, uh, uh, that His name is used so much that it's almost commonplace. People use the name of Jesus and some use it in vain and others. There's all kinds of religions and doctrines and so many people has heard that name that it, it almost don't have no intrigue to them to want to find out anymore. Uh, uh, but tonight, uh, you know, I, I, I think along the times and it's been a good journey along the way. God saved me and called me to preach at an early age and, 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 and I wouldn't take nothing for the times that God has manifested Himself in my life and I've, and I've experienced the Lord and I, I feel like that I've not experienced near what maybe others have. I, I feel like that I've not been near the man of God that others have. But I wouldn't take my experience uh, 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 with anybody tonight. I, I appreciate what God has done for me and, and, the, and the realness that God has been in my life. And it's not enough just to study about Him. It's not enough just to know about Him. I'm afraid tonight that, uh, you know, we get, uh, uh, we get uh, satisfied with talking about the old timers and what they done for God and what God done in their day. But listen tonight, He's the same God tonight as He was back then. And if, and if we don't have experience in relationship with God tonight, it's almost like uh, that instead of us putting emphasis on God, it's almost as if we're putting emphasis on the old timers and what they done. But if God was real in their life, and they experienced God in their life. We can have as much God tonight as they did. We, we tonight must have that pioneer spirit in us to seek God out for ourselves. Somebody might say, well, I, I thought God was always with you. Well, He is, but listen tonight. You know, have you, have you ever, some of you maybe, you, you know, you've heard some, and they'll say, I'm, I'm, I love my wife more tonight than I ever have. And they've been married for years, and they loved them when they got married, but, and they've been together for years, but they feel closer now than they ever have. And so I'm not saying tonight that we're seeking for God like, like He's out there somewhere and we're just trying to find Him. Uh, uh, but tonight, uh, whenever Paul said that I might know Him and the power of His resurrection, he wasn't a man who didn't know God and was seeking to find Him and figure out who He was. Paul at that point already knew who God was, but he said, I want to know Him deeper. I want to know more about Him, not just about about him, but I want to know him is what he was saying. And so, you know, Paul, and that was a man. God had give him revelations and and reveal things unto him that he had not revealed unto any other man. But there was something about. There was something about uh, uh, Paul knowing God. Uh, and you know, O Tozer, he said uh, uh, something to this effect. Uh, he said that I have a taste of the goodness of God. And he said it hath both satisfied me and left me thirsty for more. 
He said, Oh God, uh, he said, uh, uh, He said, I'm, uh, 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 He said, I am, uh, uh, He said, uh, uh, I want to want thee. Uh, and He said, I long uh, to be filled with longing. Uh, and He said, I'm thirsty to be more thirsty. There's something about if you've ever uh, uh, tasted God, uh, uh, it's, it's a satisfying portion, but it, yet it, you can't get enough of Him. You want more of Him. If you've ever experienced God, I remember the first time how that God rolled the burden of sin away and gave me peace. And whenever, you know, I was, I told you I'm of the backward sort and God saved me at 15. And when I was 17 years old, I was sitting in a revival meeting at my home church and God moved on me and I become afraid. I thought, oh no, I'm going to have to testify. I was I was back and scared and God spoke to my heart and said preach and I said I can't do that scared me to death but I I love the Lord and I I had tasted of the Lord and I wanted more and I knew what life would be like if God was wanting me to preach and I said God I said if that's what you want me to do that's what I want to do but without you that's the last thing I want to do and he dealt with my heart and I got willing and and I wanted more of God and God's called me at 17 I was in high school and me and my granny we'd go we'd, we'd visit every revival around we'd go visit I've traveled many miles by myself just going somewhere I wanted to go to meeting somewhere and find more about God I was hungry I wanted to get some more help I wanted to grow wanting to find something else I wanted to taste more of God and get more of Him and I'll be honest with you, there's been many places uh, I've gone, it wasn't worth a trip there. And uh, uh, But you know what? It's not always, uh, you know, the uh, getting to the mountaintop, it's not always uh, in, in the destination. Uh, but a lot of it is uh, getting there. And I'll tell you, there's been many trips. Uh, the trip itself, uh, when I got to the destination, wasn't worth it. Uh, but uh, the, 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 uh, the communion that I had with God on the way there and the communion that I had with God on the way home was worth every mile that I traveled and every trip that I took. And so you know I preached one time about how that things grow good in the valley. It's in the valley where the good soul it comes down and things grow good there. And when we go through valleys you know that's when we seem like we grow the most. Uh, but we can't stay there. Uh, uh, the valleys has its pers- uh, it has its purpose. Uh, uh, but you know it's up on the mountain uh, uh, that you get a view of where you've been uh, and you get a view of what's to come. Uh, and uh, and that, uh, uh, that view, when you get stuck down in the valley, you can get depressed. Uh, you can't see much down there. Uh, all week long I've, I've looked up on that mountain uh, and I've always looked for wildlife. I thought, surely I'll see something pass uh, up there and I never 
dead. But after I got about three quarters of the way up and got within 50 yards of them, there was deer. And I didn't see them when I was at the bottom. But as I got close to the top, I could see them. And, I, and, I, and, and so tonight, you know, you get, a, you get a good view of things upon the mountain. And so tonight, what I'm saying, I, I, I read this scripture and it come to me as I was coming back down this morning and I didn't realize it was the same scripture that Brother Jeremy made a mention of earlier in the meeting. If I had it backed up and read verse 11, it's that scripture that says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. And when I looked this scripture up to come to my heart, it was right after that. But he said here, and I realize tonight, he's talking to his people, the Jews. But I believe in my heart tonight, he's talking to me. He said, "He said, then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me. And he said, and I will hearken unto you. And he said, and you shall seek me and find me, when you shall search for me with all of your heart. And so tonight, what I'm saying is, is that though God be not far from any one of us, but yet there's something ought to be in us to want to get alone and find out more about God. Get to a place where we can see the Lord. Listen in the Scriptures. You have scribes and you have prophets and there's a difference between them. There's a stark difference. The scribes, they are those who tell about what they've read. But the prophets are those who tell about what they've seen. And the scribes were those who they were continually reading the Word of God and writing the Word of God and reading the Word of God and writing the Word of God. And when God came in the flesh, they didn't even know who He was. They didn't know Him personally. Even though they knew a lot, they they knew the Scripture. Whenever Herod said, where is He going to be born at? They knew what the Scriptures said. They knew a lot about the Scriptures. But they didn't know much about the Savior because He came up to them and they didn't even recognize Him. But the prophets was those that go off to a spiritual high place somewhere and God would give them a vision and they would they would tell us about God and some things to come. And listen tonight, when you get off to a spiritual high place, God will let you in on some things and you can see some things and get help tonight of God. I thank God for every mile that I've traveled and the, and the, the journey has been worth it. I praise Him tonight for the, the good that He's done in my heart and my life. Uh, he said, he said what I read to you there uh, in the book of Psalms. He said, he said there when, when thou saidest, seek my face. He said, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. Tonight there is, there is, there's times when, when I haven't had the unction maybe that I had at other times. There's times maybe when I've not been maybe yearning like I should, but I, I, I've never regretted. I've never regretted ever any time that I've tried. I've never regretted any time that I have. God alone, I've told you already that many of the miles that I've traveled, there'd be times when, you know, I'd find out a lot along the way. 
There'd be times that I would, God would reveal things about myself. I like, you know, I've preached this week about Peter and how that Peter thought within himself he was ready. But when the time come, he realized that he wasn't. You know, I, 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 I think about men all throughout God's Word. I think about the apostles and how that they get... They were willing to give their lives for the sake of the gospel. There was something. They had a personal relationship with the Lord. They were men that they had heard about Him. John the Baptist had preached and he had prepared the way and he said there's one coming and they were looking for Him. They had a genuine heart and they were looking for Him. You had the self-righteous Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes and though they might have known more about the Word of God they didn't know much about God. And when He came, they, hadn't, they did not understand His intent and His purpose for coming. He'd go off. The Bible says that He came to seek and to save sinners. You can't save a, a sinner unless you seek and find. And, and, and you know, like the good Samaritan who got down in the ditch. Listen, you can't go no hardly no lower than He come. He left the portals of glory and He come down to this lowland of sin and sorrow and he, and he tabernacle amongst us and He got in where we were and He helped reveal our sin and anybody who had an honest heart could get help those who were harlots and those who were transgressors and those who had realized and knew they were sinners they saw Him as a Savior and they said this man can help me but those who were scribes and self-righteous Pharisees and they felt like they was okay because they knew the law of God but tonight they didn't know God and there's a difference I'm saying tonight to anybody sitting under the sound of my voice there's a difference going to church won't cut it tonight joining a church won't cut it tonight any kind of other religious ordinance won't cut it tonight tonight salvation is not summed up in creeds and ordinances but salvation is summed up in one person and that's the Savior Jesus Christ and you must realize and see that you are a sinner and that you need Him and so tonight even as we are born again those of us who have known God tonight there must be a yearning inside of us as Paul said that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection that tonight that there might be a hunger that we would climb the mountain tonight that we might know Him that we would seek God and want to find out higher planes and greater heights with the Lord I thank God for what He's shown me and where He's brought me to but tonight I'm hungry for more and I desire tonight as He said sometimes my want's not always where it should be but I want to want more. I desire my desire to be right. And sometimes maybe it's not. And sometimes maybe I get busy with the chores of life. It is tiresome. It taxes on your mind. There's so much to occupy us and keep us busy. And it's not tonight that we're out sinning and transgressing. But tonight in this day and time 
system and the and the inflation in the economy. It's hard sometimes just to put food on the table if you have a meager job and a family to feed. And tonight you can work and try to get ahead. And there's a balance there. You've got to work to eat and you've got to work how to feed your family. But there's a balance there. And you stay so busy doing that. But yet you want God. And it's hard to balance sometimes. But oh tonight, nothing can take the place of that long time with God. And listen tonight, there is times it don't always take an hour or two hours to go off and pray. Some of my best praying has been when in an instant my heart just broke and got honest with God and said, God, here I am. And just like that, God spoke peace to my soul and gave me direction and gave me help. It don't really necessarily take long when you get down to business with God and getting honest. But sometimes getting to that place is what takes a while. Sometimes it takes me getting away and getting away from everybody. Getting off somewhere by myself and saying I don't have to go do this and I don't have to go do that. God, I need to hear from you. I don't know what to do with my family next. I don't know what to do with my church next. I need your touch again. And you know, at that day when God saved my soul, I had a pair of blue jeans and tennis shoes and a t-shirt on. I don't know if I had any money in my pocket at all. I was 15 years old. I didn't know how I was going to make a living and support a family if God gave me one. But in my soul, I knew it was going to be okay. He spoke peace to me. I felt so free. I felt so light. I knew God was with me. I knew it'd be okay. But along the way, I get tied up with life. I get busy. And my, and my, you know, they say, you know, there's a difference tonight. There's a difference between faith and, and imagination. A lot of people, their God is imaginary God. It's a figment of their imagination. He's something they've made up in their minds. That, that, that expression, a lot of people at one time was wearing the bracelets that said, what would Jesus do? That's a good mentality to have, I guess. There's a lot of people, they would decide what Jesus would do based on what they think He would do, rather than based on what the Scriptures say He would do. The Bible says that our God is a jealous God. When we think about jealousy, we think about losing control. We think about if you get jealous, that's a bad thing. Well, it is for us because we can't handle jealousy. But God's a sovereign God. He can handle the being jealous and be right in doing so. Because He knows that nobody will be better for you than He is. And He's jealous over you. Paul said, I'm jealous over you with a godly jealousy. And, and so tonight, God, can, God will do what we... Some people will say, oh, I just don't think God would send somebody to hell. You know, you need to read your Bible tonight. Really, you need to know God. You need to know God because if you're lost and undone, you really don't, you don't until you know God. I remember when I was little, and the lost person would say, well, how will I know? And a parent or somebody would instruct them and say, well, you'll just know. You'll just know. And tonight, that, that really, when God saved me, 
I, I knew. I didn't tell it for a while. I doubted. I thought, is this really? But I knew. Nobody had ever spoke to me like that before. I'd never experienced that peace before. After that, I remember... I remember I tried, I didn't tell nobody. I got saved by my bedside. Nobody was there, just me and the Lord. Didn't tell nobody. And I remember being in church. I'd go back to the altar and try to pray. I thought, golly, I just, I don't know. That just happened so quick. I, didn't, I can't believe it's that simple. I remember after service, I remember people gather around and fellowship afterwards and the pastor and they was talking and they just enjoying themselves. The pastor said something humorous and in my heart, I just... I just, there's just a, just joy. I thought, man, if I'm lost, I shouldn't be feeling like this. There's just joy. God's people, just as after service, that's just fellowship. And I thought, man, there's just joy just being with God's people. And and there's just something about it. And just knowing God tonight, just knowing God. And, uh, you know, a lot of us know people in common, a lot of us know one another. But what somebody means to you tonight, you may have great respect for somebody, but they mean something to me. If I know them personally, I know a lot of you know Brother Yoakland. I know you love him. But tonight, I love him in a way, in a special way that 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 none of you know. We just we just we've known one another for a while, and 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 so me and the Lord, God loves you just as much as He loves me. But my relationship with the Lord is unique. It's mine. I know him. I, I just he knows me, and you're built different than I'm built, and and your mentality is a little different than mine. And God knows you, and God deals with you in your own personal way. And God knows me, and He don't deal with me like He does Brother Yokely because Brother Yokely's built a little different than I am. He goes about things a little different than I do. His personality is a little different, but God deals with him personally. God don't deal with me the way He deals with Brother Yokely in a sense because I'm made different. You know, God knows how I'm made because He's the one who made me. And He deals with me. I, I, I'm, I'm of a, I was of a tender nature growing up. God's been so tender and loving toward me. He's taken His time. If God, there's times when if God had scolded me real good, it would have just crushed me to the point I couldn't have went on. But God knew when to scold me. God knew when to encourage me. And there's times when I should have been, I should have got a whipping. But God knew that encouraging me would do more for me than a whooping would. And there's times when, 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 when I felt like I needed to be encouraged and God clipped my wings. And that's just what I needed. And it broke me for a while, but then God nurtured me back. And, and He knows just what I need. Right? I love the Lord for the way He loves me. And I, 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 could, I could be... Way farther along than I am with God. I could be more than, I should be more than what I am. But I thank God I am what I am because of Him. Because of His touch in my life and His love and His mercy and His grace in dealing with me. I love Him tonight and I praise Him. And all the times when I fail and come short, not being what I should be, but He's loved me. And His love is what causes me because I know He loves me. If I thought that I ever done something to the point that He didn't love me no more, it would devastate me. That would be, I couldn't go on. But tonight, I know I, I don't. I, there's nothing in me that wants to displease God. 
There's nothing in me. Some people say, well, you can get saved and live any way you want to. I don't want to tonight. When God saved me, I love Him. I, I know where He brought me from. I know what I would be if God had not come in my life. God changed my life. And, he, and I praise Him that He come in at an early age. But tonight, however, whenever He comes in your life, what a difference, what a change it makes. And I know I didn't get in a lot of trouble. And praise God for it. If, if God hadn't got me early, I, could have, I possibly could have disqualified myself or, or something. But tonight, God got me early. And He's been tender and He's led me. And He's been good to me. And He's guided me. And He's helped me. And when I make decisions, He knows just the right, just the right method of, of, of chastisement. But yet encouraging me all at the same time. Makes me... Uh, instead of just getting down and wallowing tonight, makes me want to get up and go on. Uh, and whenever uh, that I get to the mountaintop and I get a, a little view uh, uh, tonight, it makes uh, I can look back and I can see where I've come from. And I've, you know, sometimes a journey of fight, oh, it's so tiresome and I, I ain't seeing no results uh, and I'm weary. Uh, but you can get part of the way up and you can look back and say, whoa, look how far that I've come. I didn't realize uh, I'd come that far. And it makes me turn around and say, well, I ain't got as far to go as I've already come. Makes you go a little bit farther. And uh, you know there's times maybe uh, this morning I stopped and caught my breath uh, quite a few times. Uh, but I couldn't help it. There was something in me wanting to go on to the very top uh, to see what was up there. And so I did. Uh, and tonight, uh, you know, I think spiritually speaking, uh, there ought to be something in us uh, that as good as God has been to us, and makes us hungry for more and want to go a little farther. And that last time I prayed and God met with me and flooded my soul, it makes me want to go back and get a hold of that again. And so tonight, there's nothing like a taste of God. There's nothing like being hungry for God. And all the times when we get low and get weary and get down in the valley and things happen and we get tired but tonight those times help us to grow and when we get past those times we can look back and say God brought me through there he didn't fail me then he didn't fail me the last time so why would he fail me now there comes a point you get mature enough you've walked with God enough there comes a point when you say I'm just going to go on and trust him imagination a lot of people imagine what God is but tonight, the, the difference between imagination and faith is, is that imagination is, can be something that's not real. And you try to make something that's not real, you try to make it reality. And it's false. That's what a lot of religion is. People take, take, they, they imagine what God is. They imagine what the gospel is. And they create their own gospel. Like a lot of holiday figures, they create them. But tonight, faith... It's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Just because you don't see something doesn't mean it's not real. And just because you imagine something is real, don't make it real. And so tonight, because, just because you hadn't seen, tonight because we hadn't seen maybe what some of our forefathers preached about and witnessed and went through, those children, they one time they, they come out and... And he said, you, when you go through this, this, this river, I'm going to part these waters for you. 
When you go through, I want every one of, every one of you to choose you out of man, out of every tribe. You get a stone, and when you get on the other side, you set it up as a memorial. That way, when your children ask you what meaneth these stones, you can tell them, God brought us through that place. These stones come from a place that we could have never gathered them if God hadn't have done what He done. He parted the waters and made it possible for us to pick these stones up and set them up here and show you that's where they come from. Tonight, our forefathers have done that for us. And tonight, God, the same God that done that for them, will do that for us in this day. You know, when uh, who, uh, Gideon... When the angel appeared unto Gideon, he said, Thou mighty man of valor, the Lord is with you. And he said, If God, if God be with us, then where's all the promises of our fathers? Where's all the, what God done for our fathers? Where's that at? And God worked in Gideon's life just like He did His forefathers' life. And God took that little handful and He said, I ain't going to let you go with this great army because you'll think you've done it. I want you to know it was me. And he weeded them down to there's only 300. There wasn't no way. But with God, there is a way. And in this day that we live in, we've never faced a time like we're facing right now. And if we're not careful, we'll be so content. We've, got, we've gotten a time where people is, is lazy. And spiritually, a lot of people have become lazy. And become content, lukewarm, like Brother Jeremy made mention, I think, last night. Become lukewarm, become content. And we've lost that pioneer spirit. If we, if we face today like we faced in World War II, I don't know, if we'd have, I don't know what, how, how it would turn out. But, but there were some people that prayed and got a hold of God back then. There were some people that, that knew our only hope was God. And they were willing to do what was necessary. And they sought God. And tonight what I'm saying is, is that we need to seek the God of our forefathers and don't just live off the past and what happened back then. He's still God today. He's still on the, he's still on the throne and still in the saving business. He still helps His people today if we'll call on Him. He said if we would seek Him with all of our heart, we would find Him. And tonight, may our spirit cry out like, like David's did. When thou said, seek my face, my heart said, thy face, Lord, I will seek. And I hunger tonight. I hunger tonight. That song says from Mount Pisgah's lofty height, I view my home and take my flight. And may tonight, may we find some spiritual high places that we can get up and get a view of where we're really at, where we've been and where we need to go and get, a, and, and, and get some direction in this day. It's so disorienting. So much tonight, so much confusion, false information and stuff. It's hard to know what to believe. But I know one who has the answers. I know one tonight who can help God's people in this day know how to navigate. He has never failed His people. He's always known exactly what to do. And tonight, as as strange as it may sound, there was one time when God said, You put the singers out front. You put the singers out front. You won't have to fight. Just go off down there. And they went off down there. They put the singers out front and they got to singing. And the enemy got to fighting amongst one another. They laid ambushments there. And when God's people got down there, the victory was already won. That, don't sound, that's, that, that doesn't make good logic to us. That wouldn't be a good battle plan for us.
But God knows what He's doing. He said, march around the walls of Jericho. They'd come out of, come out of bondage. How long had they been there? 400 years? They didn't know how to fight. They, hadn't, they, hadn't, they didn't have no weapons. They hadn't prepared themselves. They didn't have an army. But God, they followed God's blueprint. He said, Walk, march around the city. Seven days and then seven times. And then when you do, blow the trumpet. And when they did, those massive walls just fail. And God gave them victory. And tonight, God has the blueprint for our day. If He had wanted you to be Apostle Paul, He would have called you back in Apostle Paul's day. But He called you in this day. So may we find our place in this day. May we seek God's face. Know, not just know about God, but know Him. Know Him tonight. Want Him. Want to feel His touch and feel His help and find direction and know what I need to do with my family, what I need to do, what I, where I need to be, what I need to do. May God help you tonight. That's our message, brother. Come here.